0: Good morning, I want to welcome everybody to to Game Changers devotional. Uh, If you're new to the call, uh, we're glad to have you here. Just want to make sure everybody knows that this devotional is not associated with any company, institution, or denomination. Uh, If you'd like to invite somebody to attend the the devotional, feel free to forward the text reminder that you received on Tuesday, um, and um, they can get on uh, that way. Uh, Be sure to let them know that sometimes you have to dial in the the, um, access code twice uh, maybe three times, but there's also a free app for the iPhone and Android device uh, that you can connect uh, via the, your phone or the Internet, uh, and that's what I'm on this morning. It seems to be much more reliable. Uh, you can also invite somebody by having them text the word Game Changer. That's one word, Game Changer, to 474747. Uh, this will walk them through the process of getting signed up for our Tuesday text reminders. Uh, this call is recorded to Linda devotional, where we'll stop the call um, recording for any discussion. And this morning, Jacob James will be leaving our devotional, I'll turn it over to Jacob.
1: Good morning,
0: everybody. Um, Good
1: morning. All right. Um, I, before I get started, just real quick, I'll just um, open us in a quick prayer, and then, uh, and then we'll get going. God, you know every person on this call, Lord, you created each and every one of us. You love us. God, thank you for this time. Today, Father, just remind us how important faith is, how important it is to trust and really take you at your word. Just today, if you would like to grow in your faith today, if you would like to be strengthened in your trust in God today, just real quickly, just pray silently. Say, Father, today strengthen me in my faith. Teach me something I need to hear today. Go ahead and say it. He'll hear you. Father, we give this time to you, Lord, to speak to us this morning. Increase our faith. Amen. I love, love, love this story of Lazarus. And that's what I want to talk to you guys about today. It's in chapter uh, 11 of John. And uh, about a week ago, I was reading this, uh, John chapter 11. And like I always do, I'm sitting in the kitchen, and we have a little peninsula-type bar, and I'm sitting there reading this story. My little six year old, her name is Jaycee. She walks into the kitchen, and just out of pure excitement, I just say, Jaycee, come here, you've got to read this. And, uh, and so Jaycee sat there with me, and she and I read this story together. And, uh, man, it was a great experience to sit there with my daughter, and we just read about Jesus and Lazarus and Mary, and, and my favorite example of faith, and that's Martha. And we just focused on how Martha was bonded and showed great faith. Man, oh, how happy Jesus was. And we talked about it and we said, faith, what is that? And, uh, and I told her, I said, baby, faith is the stuff that miracles and victories and success and love is made out of. So back to the story. Um, it's, again, it's in John chapter 11. It's about a man named Matt Lazarus. And uh, he has two sisters. It's Mary and Martha. And this, the brother Lazarus, he's sick. He's near death. And so Mary and Martha, they send out uh, someone to call Jesus. Say, hey, Jesus, Jesus, please come. Please, brother Lazarus, he's sick. He's dying. We need you. And Mary and Martha, if you don't know, that's what Jesus always say. He stayed at their house when he was in Bethany, uh, a town called Bethany. And I always wonder, you know, if Jesus is in my neighborhood, if he is in your town, whose house would he stay at. But Jesus was several towns over, and he was with his disciples. And this was just a big setup in and, and true Jesus fashion. He was he was having a setup. He was going to come two days late. He was going to delay his arrival. And, uh, and he told his disciples who were there with him. He said, Lazarus is dead. And he said, I'm glad I wasn't there for your sake. He would have killed him if he was there. But this is what I, it's in John chapter 14, or, or chapter 11, verse 14, He said, Lazarus is dead, and for your sake, I'm glad I was up there. And I circled this in my Bible, so that you may believe, so that Jacob James may believe. In 2019, today, that I may believe, that I may believe Jesus is the resurrection and the life, that every person on this call, and so Jesus had much bigger intentions than anybody understood that he would be talking to us today, right now. And the and the disciples, they didn't know that. So Jesus arrived, and Lazarus had been in the tomb for four days. And in one of the shortest scriptures, I believe it is the shortest scripture in the Bible, it's John eleven thirty five. 35, it says, Jesus wept. But why did he weep? Because he felt what his friends felt. He felt their heart. He felt their pain that their brother, that their friend, Lazarus, had died and Jesus wept. He felt what his friends felt. We don't do that today, do we? We don't feel what other people feel. If our heart would just open up more, we could feel what other people feel. But the thing about this verse, what just catches me, is that we can take great comfort in knowing that Jesus... He knows that feeling. He knows the feeling of losing a loved one. And the coolest thing about that is we can cry out to Jesus when we lose a loved one. We say, oh, Father, I hurt so bad. I'm so sad. Oh, I can't bear the pain. He says, I know. I know. I've felt that pain, too. I've been there. i experienced that. Jesus wept. But the other part of the story, the part of the story when when Jesus shows up late, and Mary, the sister of Martha, oh, she was upset. Oh, Jesus, you would have come earlier. You could have, you could have healed him. If you would have been here, he would not have died. Mary was upset. This, by the way, this is the same Mary who poured perfume on Jesus, wiped his feet with her hair. She wasn't in any mood to do that this day. But my favorite part of the story, this is the part of the story that Jason and I talked about the most. My favorite part of the story was Martha, because she had what, what Jason and I called and what I called even now faith, even now faith. Oh, I love that, and I told Jason, I love this. You need to have even now faith. Everybody on this call needs to have even now faith. So, Martha, she said the same thing that Mary said, exactly the same thing, except one difference. One little, it's John chapter 11, verse 21. She said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that, and here it comes, even now, God, you will you will heal him. Jesus, you will heal him. Even now, God will give you whatever you ask. And that, that's the kind of faith that I want to have. When things aren't going my way, even now, even now. And that's, that's the type of believe, belief that in spite of the evidence. I, I don't care what the evidence says, God. I believe in you. And your reward, watching God change the evidence right in front of your eyes. And oh, how Jesus must have been so happy. Just like a proud father. Because often he didn't see that kind of faith in people. But he saw that in Martha. So... You know, the the big thing about the even-now faith, I'm, I'm big into self-talk. I mean, you guys have heard me talk before, and I love saying these things over and over. And there's things that every person that's called may be dealing with right now. Um, you know, it, it, it may be that somebody that you love, they, they've turned and they've gone the wrong way. And it doesn't look good. Even now, God, I know you'll turn this around. Even now, Father, you're in control. And maybe you're struggling or suffering. It's something right now. Even now, God, I know you'll use this, and you'll use this suffering. You'll use this struggling stru- 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 for my good, for my spiritual growth. But if all that doesn't excite you, that Jesus wept. He feels what you feel. He feels what I feel. If that excites you, that Martha believed in Jesus despite, despite the evidence, and her reward was that she saw the evidence change. She had what I call even now faith. But here comes the very, very best. Jesus saved the best of the last in the story of Lazarus. And it comes out of John. It's, uh, it's chapter 11 again. It's verse 25 through 27. Oh, I love this part. He, he says to Mary and Martha and the people around them, You do know that I am the resurrection and the life. He says, I'm the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live, even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. And then he asked him, Do you believe this? And I wrote my Bible right next to that. That's big time. That's big time. And then Jesus goes over to the tomb. He says a small prayer. And then a the commanding shout. He said, Lazarus, come out. And the man who's been dead for four days, four days he's been dead, he comes out and he's still wearing his grave clothes. And I've read in commentary where it said it's very significant that Jesus put Lazarus' name in front of the command. Because if he just had come out, everybody in every tomb of the cemetery would have come out. And why is that? It's because Jesus holds the key to the grave. Jesus holds the key to the grave. And, man, that gives me chill bumps. I know a lot of you guys are on, on mute, but... But if that's good news to you, that Jesus holds the key to the grave, would you say amen?
0: Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: My dad, he died at 19 years old. I never knew my dad. I was in my mom's belly. So I never got to meet my dad. But I'm holding on to that promise. I'm holding on to that promise that I'm going to see my dad one day. have my very first conversation with him in heaven.
0: Because that
1: verse right there and even more important than the day I have a conversation with my dad for the first time ever, is that I'll get the hold, and Jesus will get the hold me. Jesus, that's the first thing I want. And then I'll run to my earthly father, and I'll get to meet him for the first time. And Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Jacob, do you believe in me? Jacob James, do you know that I died for you? If you just believe, Jacob, to will be with me in eternity. So, guys, that's my promise and my hope for all of us that we just believe. And we'll have even now faith, even when things aren't going our way. That's it, Mike. You can cut the recording.